I want to dwell this morning on those words of the disciples, Lord, teach us to pray. And I want to make three steps and a practical conclusion. And the first step, I want to think, what does it look like when we see a man in love? When you see a young husband and you can just see his eyes focused on his lovely wife, His eyes follow her around the room. He's attentive to what she's in need of. He's listening to to what she's saying. And we know, as guys, we can be very selfish, we can be very self-absorbed, and yet when you see a young man in love, it's a beautiful thing, it's an amazing thing, It's, it's a manly thing when you see it all together. Second step, what does it look like when we see a man in love with God? And as a seminary formator, I I feel privileged to see this all the time, to see young men here who, as they come into the chapel, I see your eyes looking to the tabernacle. I hear you in your studies, excited to to know yet more about this Lord that that we are here to, to, to serve, to know, to love. It's a beautiful thing to see a man in love with God. Step three, and this is kind of my focus. What did it look like when the Twelve Apostles looked at our Lord? When they looked at our Lord, they saw a man in love. When they saw the Lord pray, they saw a man in love with God. When they saw him rise early to go alone to pray, when they saw him leave the crowd to go alone to pray, When they heard him speak of God, they heard him speak with an intimacy, with a love. When they saw him pray, it must have been an amazing sight. To see the man who was himself God enter into communion with God. What must that have looked like? The look on his face, that communion, to to see it in him. Would you dare ask him? He who walked on the water, who commanded the winds and the waves, who fed the 5,000, fed the 4,000, would you dare ask him? what he was doing when he prayed? Lord, teach us to pray. To ask the Lord Jesus to teach us to pray is to ask him to introduce us into that communion he has to introduce us into that heart of his relationship with the Father. And 
So it's no small thing that he responds by saying, teaching them the prayer that starts, Our Father. Okay, I said three steps in the practical conclusion. We need to learn to pray. There never comes a time when we no longer need to learn to pray. I'm 22 years a priest. I've just, I was calculating, it's been 30 years that I've had a scheduled daily committed time of mental prayer. I still need to learn to pray. That one of my own annual formation goals this year has been to improve the quality of my mental prayer. To have time with him when I'm not just vegging out in the chapel, not just sitting there with distractions, but I'm intimate with him. So I have been attending those prayer laboratories, got another one this afternoon, I've been reading and rereading books on mental prayer because I want to have that the wisdom of the saints, that the methods of the saints, how they have taught us to pray. So, you know, I've given you books before. One of the books on the House Recommended Spirituality list is Conversation with Christ. It's a great summary, the first part of the Theresian Method how to deal with distractions and then it compares it with the Ignatian and other methods and shows what's common to them all. So I've bought enough copies for a, a copy for everyone. There's a pile of them over there. So if you've not got one, I've not given you one already, um, do take one. It's a simple short book. Three steps. The beauty of looking at a man in love with his wife. The beauty of looking at a man in love with God. The amazement of what it must have been to look at the Lord Jesus and see his divine love in prayer. Let's make those words of the disciples' eyes. Lord, teach us 